Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% this is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM. The Fan, I am Mike McGivern. We're talking youth lacrosse today. Let me tell you how this thing came about. So Tuesday, you know, things happen for a reason. I got a call Monday for the the youth program that I had lined up for this Saturday and said, hey, look, we're going to need to move this back a little bit. We got some things going on, and uh, two of us have to go out of town. I said, no worries, man. Although it's Thanksgiving weekend, we'll we'll do a replay and we'll pick one and and replay somebody's show. And I was uh, coming out of CryoFit, and you don't know about CryoFit. Rob Remitz, his wife Mel, run CryoFit in New Berlin, and a young man that I coached basketball. Uh, over at Martin Luther a couple years ago, a big fan. Joey Imichis kind of hurt his ankle a little bit, and we are talking. I said, hey, you should give this a shot. So I met him up there, introduced him to Rob and, and the really nice people at CryoFit. And walking as I'm walking out, a guy's walking in, and Rob said, hold on a second. I want to introduce you to this guy. And Tony Pegg was walking in, and I've, met, I've not met Tony before. And Tony said, hey, we've crossed paths quite a bit. Well, since then, since Tuesday, Tony and I have had a chance to talk quite a bit. And it turns out we're, we're almost like twins, him and I. There's a lot in common that him and I have. And I said, hey, why don't you come on the show and let's talk uh, Elkhorn lacrosse. And he said, man, I would love that. But I want to bring my assistant coach in because he's had a lot to do with us, you know, setting this program up for some real success in the future. So we're now joined by Tony Pegg, the head coach, lacrosse high school, lacrosse team in Elkhorn, and, and Kurt Whitkoff, who's his assistant coach. Now, Kurt was an Arrowhead guy, and I'm still going to let him come on the show. We'll be okay with that. Uh, Tony, how you doing today? Doing great this morning. How are you, Mike? I'm doing good, man. It was really nice to meet you. I'm so happy that that uh, that Rob over at CryoFit was said, hey, before you leave, i got to introduce you to this guy. And, and you and I spend a lot of time on the phone here the last couple of days. And I appreciate your time and your willingness to come on today and, and talk a little bit about Elkhorn Lacrosse. And we're going to talk about not only the, the, the high school team a little bit, but the youth program. And uh, Tony, let's start a little bit with your history and the game of lacrosse, how you got involved with lacrosse. You were a football guy. And then lacrosse kind of it, it, it crossed your path a little bit, and you're a big uh, lover of that sport. A- absolutely, it. Uh, you know, I started coaching high school football in '89 with uh, Rick Seinel at Brookfield Central, and uh, my buddy Mike Steiner, who's now the current uh, head high school track coach at Brookfield East. Hey, Tony, maybe one, maybe the best in the state, by the way. Yeah, he's uh, he's a great guy. I mean, it's it's. Mike was in my wedding, so if that tells you my, you know, what I think about Mike, and we've been, we've been uh, pretty tight over over a long period of time now. And, and so you 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 you're coaching football at Brooks Central. You're a Catholic Memorial guy, which is okay, right? Yeah, no worries there. Um, and then, but you were a football guy, and I'm wondering where where lacrosse came into your life. 
Well, it's, you know, you have a love for coaching, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I had two sons that were a year and seven days apart, and Austin and Justin came home from school at Brookfield L, and they're like, Dad, we want to play lacrosse. And I'm like, where, you know, where'd this come from? They're like, well, this guy, Robin Buckley, he came to high interest day today, and, and Justin and I tried it out. We got to play lacrosse, Dad. It's awesome. We got to play lacrosse. And so, you know, we signed him up, him and his brother Justin up for um, for lacrosse immediately, and they began at the Brookfield Blazers, which was founded by a guy named Ken Stark, who had a lot with growing the sport, as well as uh, Kevin from Shorewood. Well, I'll tell you what. It and look, when I was in the, the in the game of soccer, right? I was director of sales and marketing. With uh, with the wave and and the rampage, and I was general manager for an indoor team down in Chicago. They kept saying back then there was there is an explosion of soccer coming, and it never really came. It you know that it's still play, a lot of kids play, little kids play, it, and as they get older, they decide if they're going to play this sport or that sport, and and soccer starts to dwindle as the kids get older. Now I keep hearing about lacrosse. Tony and I don't know a lot about the sport. I've, you know, I've I've watched a game or two. I've gone and and did some things um, for around the corner with John McGivern about Marquette High, that soccer program or that lacrosse program. But other than that, I don't know a lot about it. And you didn't grow up playing it, so when you got a chance to start coaching it, how, how difficult was that for you? you know, that first year or two to kind of figure out what your path would be and kind of as your as a coach, we steal a lot of things from other coaches and then make them our own. How long did it take you to figure out what kind of lacrosse coach you were going to be? Well, it, it I was kind of pulled into it because I watched the boys play their first year, and then that was that was really, I mean, after one game I was hooked because um, it wasn't available when we were growing up here. You know, it was non-existent. And then Ken Stark was like, hey, I don't have a coach for, for this team. You're going to have to coach. You're the only one with experience. So I kind of took the reins. I studied it, watched college across. I mean, that old Days of Thunder adage sure. where well, I, I watch it on TV. Right. <laughs> that helped quite a bit. But I also rolled, I, I rolled a little of that fire and brimstone football mentality into it to kind of you know, build structure for teams, you know, for the future. And so I think that we had a little different approach right away, um, you know, moving forward, trying to grow the sport and grow the program, get more kids involved. And I think in order to do that, especially with, you know, and a lot of parents and, and opposing coaches hate to hear this, but, you know, a successful program attracts way more kids than oh. an unsuccessful program. Yeah, 100%. 100%. We're also joined by Kurt Whitkoff. Now, this is a different story because this this is a young guy who played at Arrowhead. And so he played this and, and, and he got a chance to uh, to get involved with Tony. And I know that he played with Tony's boys. And, and uh, I'll tell you, Kurt, when, when I talked to Tony and I kept saying, look, why don't we talk about this and why don't we do this? He said, look, you've got to allow me to have uh, Kurt on with me. Because he really has been a godsend. We, we coach well together, and he played at a really high level. 
and he can relate to these kids. So I thank you so much, Kurt, for a couple of minutes of your time here uh, this morning. Can we talk a little bit about your background with lacrosse and where you picked it up? Yeah, of course. Um, thank you again for having me. And um, I so I went to North Shore Middle School growing up, a, a feeder school of Arrowhead, and um, was always really into football and one day uh, in seventh grade, I had some some uh, guys in my neighborhood say, "Hey, you know, you gotta you gotta come play lacrosse with us if you like football. You're gonna love lacrosse." So, uh, yeah, I went to a practice. Luckily, it was um, within walking distance of my house, and ever since that first practice, I was hooked. So I, uh, you know, played started in seventh grade with the Lake Country Youth Program. Um, had some great coaches such as Tom Gilligan, um, a great guy for, uh, youth lacrosse and, you know, basically was hooked. My sister started that year as a freshman in high school playing, uh, the following year, my younger sister started playing. So, um, yeah, my, my family was, was into it right away. So the Whitcoff family is a lacrosse family at this point. Right. Yes, correct. Man, so what? Let me ask you this, and and I promise you guys that the next three segments we're going to talk about building this Alcorn program. Uh, but it's really interesting to me, Kurt. When you that first practice, you started walking home, and you said, "Look, I I, I was hooked right away." What about the sport? And you're a football guy. What about the sport of lacrosse? Did you know interested you and, and caught you right away? Uh, well, well, um, you know, and from elementary school to middle school, like what you were saying earlier, you know, I, I grew up playing soccer, um, and, and basketball and, uh, as soon as I could football and basically, you know, as you know, how middle school goes, um, <laughs> your body goes through changes yep. and, uh, I just loved the contact sports more and wanted less and less to do with you know, things like basketball and soccer and baseball. All right, time out, Kurt. We're going to have to kick you off the show. I, I, I'm a basketball coach. Don't you dare be ripping my sport, pal. I'm only kidding. I'm, I'm only kidding. You didn't want to play soccer anymore. That's what it was. Right, right. That's what, that's Thank, what you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, I'm really yeah. proud to say that all three sports that my boys chose all required a helmet. Hey, we're going to get to a break. On this side of the break, we're going to talk about uh, Arrowhead lacrosse. We're getting rid of these guys. I'm only kidding, boys. I am only kidding. Hey, Kurt, last question uh, before we get to a break. Um, you then played in college, correct? You played at UWM? Uh, correct. Club at UWM. Yep. And you know what? Had a lot of success with that. Did you ever think as you were playing that one day you'd go back and coach? Um, definitely not in middle school and high school. Um, but as I was playing at UWM and was surrounded by, um, a really, really great group of guys, um, that I can still call friends today. Um, you know, I, I saw that some of them were, were coaching or helping out with local, uh, youth programs or high school teams. And I think that's when it, um, really started to open up to me and 
realize, hey, you know, I could be doing this in, in my free time or um, I could really help help build the program for, um, you know, kids that, like kids I looked up to when I was in um, seventh and eighth grade where, sure. you know, schoolers would come down and practice with us. I mean, that was the first first sport I could remember. I mean, I, I loved our youth football program, don't get me wrong, uh, Lake Country Chiefs. But, uh, you know, I never remembered any any football guys in the high school coming down to help with practices. And I think lacrosse was the first sport where I actually, you know, had older role models um, from the high school varsity team, you know, come down and, and help out with practices. So I think that's kind of where it all started. Hey, Kurt, I, I really hope that there's other coaches obviously listening, other uh, people that run youth programs and things like that. That was a really important thing that you just said. And it always amazes me when the high school, you know, football or basketball team has very little to do with the youth program that's in their area. I never understand that. I don't get it because I hear what you just said over and over and over again. Hey, look, I was in sixth grade and these, you know, these senior, these varsity players that I watch and I thought these were the Packers. You know, these were the like the guys in our neighborhood or, or in our community that I wanted to be. They came down and talked to me, which just meant that I wanted to I wanted to play on Friday nights. You know, I wanted to be that guy. So I think it's important what you just said. Look, that these older guys came down and and talked to you and and helped you and you know either ran a practice and it and it looks to me like that's some of the stuff that that you and Tony are doing um, with with Elkhorn Lacrosse and we'll talk about that uh, on the other side of the break. And and Tony, I think it looks like there's one more of the Saturday clinics coming up December fourth. Is that correct? If people want to yep. get involved. Yep, so sure. De- December 14th, Elkhorn Area High School, the indoor turf field uh, for boys grades 9 through 12. If you if, look, you want to learn the basics and just try the sport, man, it's $10. And they're going to provide the equipment. All you're going to do is go out and give it a shot and see what you think. And you don't, you never know. Maybe, maybe what'll happen, what happened to Kurth is going to happen to you. You're going to walk out of there going, hold on a second. I love this sport. And we'll talk to these guys on the other side. Again, Tony Peck. He's a head coach, Elkhorn uh, High School team, and he runs the Elkhorn uh, Youth Program with a number of other people that do a lot of work for that youth program. And Tony would be the first to tell you that, along with Kurt Whitkoff, who is an assistant coach. This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On 12:50 a.m., the fan. I'm Mike McGiver, and we're talking with Tony Pegg and Kurt Whitkoff. Elkhorn Lacrosse Club is what we're talking. And again, there is a uh, there is a clinic, I guess they would call it, a um, one left, but it's not too late. If you live out in that area. You want to learn a little bit about lacrosse, and you want to just uh, put the equipment on and give it a shot. Grades 9 through 12 for boys only. Um, it's $10. costs you 10 bucks, and they're going to get you the equipment. And, hey, how long is that clinic, by the way, Tony? How long do you guys go for? Um, it's about two and a half hours, but I want to correct the record real quick, Mike. Sure. Um, 
The youth program is run. It was actually started and is run by a guy named Mike Shore, um, who literally out of nowhere deserves a lot of credit. I want to say in 2013-14, he started the youth program from scratch and then brought me in to coach the 7th and 8th grade team. Well, I can tell you this, that um, you know when we had that conversation on the phone, you said, look, there's a number of people that run the youth program and do uh, do all the work, the heavy lifting. And I think, was it Ke- uh, Kevin Humphrey? Maybe you had talked about Molly and Jennifer. You named off a lot of people, and I tried to take notes, and I couldn't get them all down. But Mike Shore was one of the guys that you said, look, I, this is the guy who, who started this thing and uh, really got it going and did all the heavy lifting. And so I do want to make sure, and I was going to certainly mention those guys. So thank you for bringing them up. Um, when you have kids that come and try the sport for the first time, and it doesn't matter, Tony, to me and, and, and Kurt, what age they are, if they're in fourth and fifth grade or they're, they're a freshman in high school, do you find that once they, they tried for the first time, for the most part, these kids fall in love with it? Yeah, I, I would say, what do you think, Chris? It's probably like 80%. You know, once once they get, uh, you know, the, the hand-eye coordination, the cradling and the catching. So, you know, it, it's one of the things that, that you can relate to and I had a hard time with. Catching something three feet from the end of your hand. That's a tough thing. Yes. So. That's one of the things you gotta you gotta really teach the most is the catching, the throwing, and the cradling. And once kids can kind of grasp that, then you put them in a game situation or a scrimmage situation, and they're they fall in love with it. You know, until I went over and did this thing with Milwaukee Marquette for around the corner, I had no idea. And there I'm standing on the field as they're practicing. First of all, I don't think I'd ever be a goalie in in I just wouldn't. I'm not man enough. I'm going to be straight up and honest with you. I have that ball is hard. And these men, it comes quick and they're all padded up, man. But I'm telling you, that ball would find a spot that I wasn't padding up on. And those that's a whole different breed of person, isn't it? Yeah, I I was uh, I was reviewing a shooting drill and this goes, gosh, probably back eight to ten years ago. And I was standing behind the net, totally protected, but I had one leg just a hair outside of the net. And I took one on the inside of the thigh, and I think I had a hematoma about a foot in diameter for a month. And and you you went over to CryoFit and had them take care of it, I'm sure. <laughs> There's yeah. no doubt. Kurt what, Kurt, what position were you most comfortable playing? Uh, I always play, played defense. Um, yeah, long pole. Um it's, uh, you know, I play, I love defense and football. Um, in middle school, I was, uh, one of the bigger guys growing up. So, uh, that just came to me the most naturally and easiest. And, uh, yeah, that's just what I fell in love with the most. Hey, Tony, when you talked about Mike and the P, uh, the people that really started the youth program for Elkhorn, um, those people obviously like you had told me on the phone do a lot of the heavy lifting you came in and and you coached one of the teams but how important is it for you as the head coach of the program to to be involved as much as you are with the youth program uh it's really important and and our goal is 
from the beginning was to eventually start this high school program. So when Kurt and I, you know, I, I got the position when the largest group of kids were in sixth grade and because of the lack of numbers, we played all those sixth graders at the seventh and eighth grade level. So what we did is we, we stayed with the same kids in sixth and seventh, you know, won one game the first year, won five the second year, and then went, went seven, one, and one in their eighth grade year. Actually, the last game of the year was a tie against Kettle Moraine, which, yes, it's a tie, but it was a huge achievement against maybe the number one program in the state. So that was a big stepping stone. Um, but that year in eighth grade, Mike, what we did is, is Kurt and I started the high school program with the help of a lot of parents, especially Nancy DuPont, who's our president. Um, really, it couldn't be done without Nancy, I'll tell you right now. Um, and so Nancy and I forged ahead with the high school team, coached the high school team and the 7th and 8th grade team so we could integrate our systems and our culture immediately. Man, that's a lot of work. I got to tell you, Coach, that's – look, and I understand, um, you know, Tony owns a, a company called Brinton Landscape Construction, and he's been doing that a long time. So being the owner, he can give himself a little extra time to go coach a couple of teams. But, boy, that, that does take up a lot of time um, and passion to be able to do that. Yeah, it was, it was seven days a week for uh, like three and a half, four months, but – it was worth it. it. It paid off. And, you know, you know as well as I do, Mike, going back to the, the successful versus unsuccessful, we wanted to establish a culture immediately. Um, you know, and, and I think we, we achieved that to where there's high expectations right off the bat. Our first inaugural season, uh, you know, and this is a source of pride for me, we went eight and four and won a playoff game and made it to the final four of the JV program. So that's one of the kind of the rules of starting a new program, a high school program in lacrosse. You have to spend two years at the JV level before you can establish yourself as a varsity. Man, that's awesome. Guys, before we get to a break, hey, Tony, can you talk a little bit about man in the arena? Um, and, and look, I don't – you know, this is a whole different part of, of your life and, and, and what you and your family have been through. Um, but I know it's important, and I apologize if I'm catching you off guard bringing this up. But I want to I wanna make sure that we, we talk about this um, before the end of the show. And, and you, you established a memorial award um, every season for your team. And, and I want to just ask you a little bit about Man in the Arena. Well, the man in the arena uh, goes back to um, 2010. Um, Coach Eric Fernandez, who's probably one of the best assistant coaches I've ever been around in 30-plus years of coaching, uh, ended up starting the, the Franklin program. But a father, Tim Fox, who would coach my sons in hockey and I coached his son in lacrosse and football, came up with this theme, the man in the arena. And we all were fans of Teddy Roosevelt. I don't know anybody that's not. And so we went undefeated that year. We went down to Western Springs, finished first place in a tournament in the suburbs of Chicago. And that was when my son Justin was in eighth grade. And we had built this program, the Brookfield Blazers, into a really stout youth program. And the memorial is in honor of my son Justin. Um, 
who achieved his lifelong dream of becoming a Navy SEAL and um, lost his life on May 17th of 2018. And, and Justin always was the man in the arena. He, he was the epitome of the man in the arena. And he, he always persevered. He always strived to do his best and, and ultimately achieved just about the highest thing you can possibly achieve on the globe. Yes. Let alone, you know, in, in the nation or the state. And so I wanted to make sure that that, that carried on. And, and one of our themes and things that Kurt and I do, because Kurt knew Justin, he's one of Austin, my son Austin's best friends, so Kurt is not only my assistant coach, uh, he works for me. He's, he's part of my family. He's part of my son's lives. Um, and we read the man in the arena before every single game. It's part of our pregame. And it just it exemplifies not only the example set by Justin, but also by his brother, and other kids that I've coached, but it's the example that Kurt and I want to set for how we want the mentality of our kids and our culture and our program to play. Well, that that tells it all, right, right there. And and you know, we uh, Tony, we had that conversation about your son, and and uh, my wife and I are, are, are pray, you know, didn't know that until we talked a few days ago, and and. Uh, you know, we, we are praying for you and your family and, and uh, everybody that is around, you know, there's immediate family and then there's this village. It takes a village and, and you know, you said, look, people have been unbelievable. And, and Kurt is one that you talked about being able to kind of help you a little bit through this. And I don't know, that part, we're not twins, you and I. Everything else, we're really close. We do a lot. We have done some of the same knucklehead things you know, and, and have stopped doing all that stuff. And, and uh, I commend you, and I certainly have so much respect for, for your son, um, you know, to do what he did in such an early, you know, young age. Um, I just, uh, I thank you for letting me bring that up, and I apologize if I if I uh, crossed you up at all, or I, I didn't mean to do that, but, you know, the man in the arena is very important to you, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that you guys read that before every game, because I... You know, I'm looking at it right now with Teddy Roosevelt and, and that speech, and I think it's really important that people know that. We're talking Elkhorn lacrosse right now, and Tony Pegg is the head coach of the high school program. Kurt Woodcock, both also, I don't know, Tony, are you still coaching in the youth program? No, we are. Uh, after uh, the first inaugural season, Kurt and I both stepped away um, so we could focus entirely on the high school team. That's awesome. I think that's important as well. Again, and also he is the owner of Brent Landscape Construction. Um, they do great work. I've been on that website. I'll tell you what, you hear the passion that he has for, for coaching lacrosse? Take, take a look at that website, and you'll see the kind of passion him and his company have uh, for the work that they do at Brenton Landscape uh, Construction. Let's get to a break. Uh, this is the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM. The Fan, 
I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Elkhorn Lacrosse Club. Uh, Tony Pegg is the head coach of the high school team. Kurt Witha, Kurt Witkoff is the assistant coach. Hey, what uh, what's the website that people should go to, Tony? I I just Googled Elkhorn High School Lacrosse, and that got me a lot of information about what you guys do. Is that the the, the best way to get people in information on what you guys do? Uh yes. That uh, that'll get them into our sign up. That'll get into registration, um, the ability to get to the clinics. And after after the holidays, we start scheduling more clinics, you know, to for learn to play and to get other kids involved on Saturdays. So that should start in the beginning of February again. What did COVID do um, to you guys? Did you guys play uh, a lot of youth lacrosse in the off season? I mean, what, I don't really know your season as far as the youth program, but has this affected you guys much? Uh, hugely. Um, the entire season was canceled. We were, you know, we were poised to, uh, I, I guess I want to back up a little and say that like last, the first inaugural year we went eight and four and we played with 12 kids, Mike. Normally there's 20 to 25 kids on a lacrosse team. Um, we had one midi, uh, that had about an 88% face-off win percentage. And that kid never, and I mean never, came off the field. He was a midi. And so we played with extremely low numbers and still were able to be successful. So we were really looking positive with adding kids going into that second season. We were, we were coming out guns blazing, and then all of a sudden the season was pulled off from underneath the kids. Man, I feel horrible for some of those, especially the seniors, you know, it yeah. just it, it, it just is uh, it's something none of us have ever gone through, and I feel bad for them. Hey, Kurt, if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, what what's the philosophy, you know, at Elkhorn? What are you trying to teach kids at the youth level, um, at the high school level? What's kind of your philosophy on, on the game of lacrosse? Are you kind of guy that likes to get up and down the field quick and try to score a lot? Are you more of a, like, a, in basketball it would be called a half-court um kind of offense, a set offense. What What's your philosophy when it comes to, to the way you guys want to play uh, lacrosse out at Elkhorn? Uh, well, definitely um, one of the phrases we always try to use is all go, no quit. And, um, you know, it's, it's a fast sport. It's a physical sport. And, uh, you know, guys' true nature will, will come out on the field um, and yeah. – you know, body language says a lot. How to uh, carry yourself um, through, you know, struggling times on the field, or whether it's um, helping out a teammate in a ground ball situation. Um, I think the sport can say a lot about, you know, what it means to to be there for your teammates and to never give up. Um, and you know that going said, just a lot of adversity can be can be found on the field, and and how you you know handle that says a lot about you and your character. So, hey Tony, when I talk to guys that are you know head of wrestling programs, right? The the, the wrestlers are a different breed, and <laughs> I had a guy from Iguana go in, and he said, you know, it's interesting. I could be walking through the airport and I could notice a guy and I've never seen him before, but I, I immediately know if he wrestled or not. Like I could tell because if it's a, it's just a different breed, 
and I think I think lacrosse is kind of like that, where there's not a ton of people doing it, and so the guys that are doing it have a lot of respect for other kids that play because they know how hard the sport is. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. Um, one of the things I've learned and and uh, seeing my my sons develop and going to you know I spent a lot of time watching those UWM games as as they grew their program and ended up going undefeated and winning that championship that year. And I saw the bond, but it's also it's it's almost like a fraternity, Mike, where where they know. And, and there's this this saying, especially I think with the high school and the older kids, is is lax, bro. And and they they are they're like they're like these super athletes and I think that's one of the things that's that people don't talk enough about lacrosse. You can't play lacrosse unless you have athletic ability based on the hand eye, the running aspect of it, the physicality aspect of it. There's so many elements that make it difficult to play, and I think that that's one of the reasons so many of the athletes that play it are have that relaxed mentality. They can they can stand on the field and flick that ball all over the place with little or no effort. And it's a special thing. Yeah, it, it is a special thing. I, I agree with you. And I the the whole idea of trying to catch something three feet from your hand is very it's it, it's it's just not no, not normal, but it's look, you're used to playing catch and you got a baseball glove on and you're catching it right at in your glove, and now all of a sudden you got to do it three feet, and when it's coming at you at a really quick speed, sometimes I think it, it takes a little while. What's interesting to me, Kurt, for the first time, and and this is probably going on forever, but I've seen more kids out or a dad with a kid at a park, you know, going back and forth with lacrosse than I've ever seen. I would think the last six or seven months, I've noticed it more. Maybe I, maybe it was going on, but I didn't notice it. But it seems to me that that fathers, instead of just going out and throwing the football or playing catch with their son with a baseball glove, they're picking up lacrosse because these kids are wanting to play it, and now they're in the park, and that's what they're playing catch with. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a great thing to see. Um, I know that you know, my generation was was lucky enough to uh, I would I would think be one of the first waves in, in the state of Wisconsin at least to uh, start actually getting coaches that had played before. So um, you know, when I was in high school playing for Arrowhead, uh, I had a great great coach Jake Schweitzer, and uh, I believe he was actually on the first. Uh, high school across Arrowhead had that program that they had. So, um, you know, we were truly some of the first kids to actually be coached by guys who had played before. And I think the, you know, the program in the state of Wisconsin is finally starting to get that snowball effect and really, really pick up momentum. Hey, Kurt, before we get to a break, back at the studio, um, my producer, Sam, is a Waukesha West guy. Not a big Arrowhead fan, just so you know. And I'm wondering how you guys did against Waukesha West in lacrosse when you played. Um, I don't recall, but uh, if, it was, <laughs> if it was my senior year, we probably did pretty well. 
You know, we can look that up because I got a feeling you might get disconnected somewhere along the way if you guys beat Walk Show West. I'll tell you, I, I do in the Friday night scoreboard show, I would be in studio and Sam was my producer. And there, there just isn't a better producer out there. He He's very calm, takes care of everything, and he's really good until the score comes in that says Arrowhead's beaten Walk Show West. Not good. I got to take him off the ledge at that point, just just so you know. We're going to get to a break. We were talking Elkhorn uh, Lacrosse Club. And I'll tell you, Tony Pegg and Kurt Whitkoff, if you don't if you don't hear the passion they have for making this Elkhorn High School lacrosse team um, successful, then you're missing it because that's what their goal is. And I want to talk to Tony a little bit about, you know, starting this program and how hard that was and certainly having more kids come out because lacrosse is a, is kind of a, a numbers game the way football is. And let's see if we can't get some kids out in that area to get interested in, in at least trying lacrosse because they do have another chance here December 14th at the Elkhorn Area High School indoor turf field. And uh, December 14th, it's 10 bucks, and you get $10 credit back when you join the team. So it's basically you know, a free chance for you to come out and try this thing. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on 1250 AM, The Fan. A newborn king to see, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. Our finest gifts we bring, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. Welcome back to the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On 1250 AM, The Fan. This has been a fun show. Talking Elkhorn High School Lacrosse and Youth Lacrosse and what these guys are trying to do out in that Elkhorn area. And I hope that people that are listening, that are they're part of that community, understand, you know, when you have when you have a new program that has been started a couple of years ago, normally it's a parent, somebody who, you know, their kid is there and they're trying to get, you know, the high school to, to do this. You've got a coaching staff that has had a lot of wins, a lot of success when it comes to lacrosse, and you are so far ahead of where other programs that are trying to start because you've got guys that have, have been through it a lot and have coached elsewhere and played. Obviously, Kurt has played at a high level, not when he was at Arrowhead, according to Sam, my producer, but when he was at UWM, he was at a really high level. Um, understand that you guys have um, are really blessed to have these guys willing to, to be out in at Elkhorn running this program. And so if you've got kids in, I don't know, third, fourth grade, Tony, what what age, what grade do the kids uh, get a chance to start playing um, for the Elkhorn Youth Program? Uh, generally, you can you can get them depending. I mean, for Elkhorn, I believe we're at the, uh, the fourth and fifth grade uh, area. And we might even have something younger. It really has dependent on our numbers. So it ebbs and flows. So some years we might have more fifth and sixth graders than third and fourth graders. So it's kind of, I know Mike Shore has kind of a balance with that where you got to, you got to at least make a decision. Okay. If we have two fourth graders, we're going to have those fourth graders play up on a fifth and sixth grade team and just do the best we can. Sure. Um, but uh, that, hey, hey, guys, that youth program, um, it plays in the Milwaukee Area Youth Lacrosse Association, correct? Yes. And it's with teams, the, the Brookfield and Franklin and Kettle Moraine, uh, Kenosha's in that, Lake Country, uh, McGuanago, Muskego, Oconomowoc, 
Ozaki. Um, Whitefish Bay, Nicolay Shorewood has a kind of a co-op program go- going on. Tri-City has a co-op going on. University School, uh, the Waukesha Lacrosse Club, Wauwatosa, West Bend. So it is growing. I mean, that youth program, they get a chance to play against some pretty competitive programs. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, when we talked about the record in the first segment, that has that has really helped us get better faster. I mean, it it uh, you play against good competition. We have lower numbers, so our kids get much more field time um, than maybe other kids in other programs. And a big part of the growth, too, for us, like you and I had talked about before the show, is that Kurt and I have been with the same group of kids in 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th grade. And that was one of the small disappointments of COVID is we were about to debut that that class we'd been with forever as freshmen, and then they lost their freshman year, so now their debut will be as sophomores. Well, and maybe that's not a bad thing. You know, I, I wish they would have played, but now they're, uh, you know, you're older, and I would assume that there's a lot of th- that these kids can do in the off season to get better. And Kurth, let's talk about that part because we talked about the speed and agility, we talked about the athletic ability, but certainly you want to get in the weight room. There, there are some ways to get bigger, faster, stronger for you know the game of lacrosse to become better, better players. And I would assume that you guys talk to these kids quite a bit about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, weight room would never, <laughs> never hurt. Um, plenty of opportunities in the off season. Uh, you know, I know we mentioned Robin Buckley earlier. He's always done a great job with promoting the sport with Hot for Lax, um, and which usually they last time I checked, they usually have clinics and uh, tryouts and tournaments like that in. Uh, Brookfield indoor soccer and basically you know there's plenty of awesome select and travel teams too I know uh true lacrosse is one of the big ones right now uh and, and as well when I was growing up too and uh you know I there's definitely plenty of opportunities plenty of um fall ball seasons as well for traveling teams and and tournaments so you know, the the opportunities are out there to always improve. Hey, real quick, um, Tony, and I don't know if you know this, but next time maybe I'll have Mike on uh, to answer a couple of these questions. But do you know the cost to, to be involved with the youth program? Uh, I will say that whether it's youth or high school, our costs are far, far less than any of our other competing programs. Um, I want to say the youth program is still probably right around a hundred and. maybe even less. Um, And we try and give incentives or do whatever we can. I I will say this. We will do whatever we can to get a a lacrosse stick in a kid's hand and a kid on a team, uh, regardless of financial, whether it's coaches helping out, whether it's other parents helping out. We try and find a way regardless because we're the only program in Walworth County, Mike. So we can get them all over. Yeah. And when you say $150, you're talking about for the season? Yeah. Man, yeah, there you go. Good I think for you. high school is, and I'd have to confirm with Nancy DuPont, um, and here again, Nancy and Wayne DuPont are that, that core family that, 
we wouldn't be here without them. And they have they have a, a son in the program as well. But I want to say our our fees for the high school team are like two twenty five, two fifty. Oh Good for you. You know what? You t- hey, maybe next time I have Nancy on. That's who I should have on. Good for her. I would agree. Hey, guys, thank you so much, Tony. It, it was my pleasure um, to talk to you. And things happen for a reason. And, and we both agree with that. And I uh, want to thank Robert, Rob Remitz over at uh, CryoFit for introducing us. Kurt, I look forward to meeting you as well. If I ever get you in studio and Sam's a producer, make sure you wear some of that Arrowhead gear, all right? All right, sounds good. There you go. When you guys going to CryoFit, don't forget uh, um, my little lady, Tina, is is one of the nurses over there. So that's she's, how I got to meet uh, Yeah, Robin. she's, she's so. phenomenal. She is phenomenal. Yeah. Guys, hey, if I don't talk to you before, and I believe that I will, but uh, certainly Merry Christmas. Thanks for coming on. This is the U Sports Show. As always, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On 1250 AM, The Fan.